You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that knows what it did. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Josh with the spray bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! I'm a warrior. I'm gonna win. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. New sounds on the soundboard this week. Yay. Yeah, just just why, a few. I don't know why I didn't think of Wario before. That's a good one. Yeah, those, there's some good ones. I'm going to save it for later. There's some <laughs> other good ones on here. But uh, yeah, so check them out. I have checked out uh, Get Your Finger on the Power Rangers button, Cody, because we're going to talk about some Power Rangers for a minute. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, the fighting game that is cross-platform and is surprisingly good despite how janky it is. And also the fact that a history of Power Ranger games tend to be Power Rangers games tend to not be super great. You know, you think for such a fun franchise, they'd like you know make better video games. You would think, but they've actually they've done a good job with this one. Uh, so recently, they had an update with uh, two new characters, two uh, wholly original characters to the Power Ranger universe, but not original characters to the universe at large. They've added versions of Ryu and Chun Li from Street Fighter. But as Power Rangers, I mean, we've talked about we've we've brought it up on the show we've, before. Yes, we have, and uh, this had a basis within um, one of those Bat in the Sun um, fan films. Those you know, those ones that they yeah. make on the cheap, usually starring Jason David Frank. Yeah, um, he's in like two of them. Yeah, he's in more than two of them. Well, I know he's in the White Ranger one and the Green Ranger one. Yeah, he's also in their original series based on the Valiant comics. He plays oh. Bloodsport. Oh. It's not like he can go to any cons, and that seems to be where he gets the majority well, of his money. yeah. He also owns a chain of martial arts studios he does. in California. He does also oh. do that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Tommy's so- Punch Zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a better name than I would. Yeah, called. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, there they made a, a live action uh, short film about um, the Power Rangers fighting M Bison from Street Fighter, and Ryu and Chun Li showed up, got power coins, became the Crimson Hawk Ranger and the Blue Phoenix Ranger, and they. Long story short, they added them to this fighting game, and. They are a lot of fun to play. It is exactly what this game was missing. Actual it, fighting game characters. <laughs> actual fighting game characters with, uh, instead of having your specials be on one button, you actually have four face buttons with different attacks. Like you that, do in Street and you, Fighter. And you put in the um, the directional input to do their special moves. They're also incredibly broken. They're going to get fixed I'm guessing probably within the next couple of weeks, but right now you can do some crazy combos with Ryu and especially Chun-Li. I shared one with you guys. Yeah, that 108 combo. Yeah, yeah, so um, there's a term called touch of death, which basically means if you can start this combo, it's going to take out your entire life bar because there's no break. There's no chance for you to get out of it. It it would make Killer Instinct characters blush. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's why they have shadow counters and stuff in Killer Instinct, because that's what that whole game is based off of, is uh, kill, uh, touch of death combos. And um, 
this Chun-Li player was playing in uh, um, practice mode against a dummy and pulled off a uh, full life bar to zero life bar, 108 hit combo <laughs> that took the character back and forth across the screen a couple times. Yeah, because it, th- it had a throw mechanic in it, It had too. a couple throws in it and a couple of uh, wall bounces and stuff like that. It was insane. It's a lot of fun. Been really enjoying it. I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, and they have, uh, not only do they have the in-costume costumes for Chun-Li and Ryu, they also have uh, looks based off of what they would look like as 90s teens with attitude. <laughs> so if yeah, you've ever and, wanted and, to play as leather jacket Ryu and um, a semi-goth Chun-Li, like... Um, grunge Chun-Li. Wait, so that episode of the Power Rangers where they got like infected oh, yeah. by Rita and they were bad? Where, where Billy and uh, Kimberly were went evil? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it's based well, off They had of. to have an excuse for to have those huge uh, spiky bracelets. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. But I, love no, how, I love how they're called like the class of 93 costumes. Class, class of 93. Yep, that's great. And if you get the special edition of it, the upgrade pack, uh, it's like an extra buck or two. You get... Um, Ryu in the uh, White Ranger costume, but with the helmet off, so you could see. So he has the headband with the with the thing flowing, but still has the Power Ranger costume, Would and it looks like really good. On or off? Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> but but his helmet already has the has the, the headband. <laughs> Trust me, it just looks it looks better without the helmet. It just is. Oh, it's it's very very good. Uh, the other thing I checked out was also a fighting game thing uh they just released it um uh, the company arika um released their newest build of fighting ex layer onto the switch and it is free to start hmm. that's uh you get you don't get online um the free version you only get access to like two or three characters out of a roster of maybe 12 or 14 and it's on uh it's online capabilities are disabled but couch co-op is enabled and it's basically try before you buy kind of thing. Mm. And uh, it's a lot of fun. You'd think they would let you play online just to keep the fresh meat in there for, you know, for the other players to beat up. Yeah, yeah. you'd think. Yeah, got <laughs> to keep that grinder going. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, uh, so Fighting EX Lair, for folks who don't know, it, it actually has its basis in Street Fighter because Arika was a co-produced Street Fighter EX1 EX2, the 3D, their first like foray into like 3D polygonal fighters at one point. And Arika created a bunch of original characters for those games as well as using established Street Fighter characters. At one point, Arika and uh, Capcom split. Arika took all of their characters and said, okay, we're just going to. We're going to take our toys and go home. We're going to yeah. do, we're going to make our own thing. And it is a lot, a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. It has my favorite character, Skullomania, in it. He's the best. He's like a common writer. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Let's go. Isn't he? is he in Street Fighter Five? He's not in Street Fighter Five. Hmm. You're thinking of uh, Akira. Akira the- from uh, Rival Schools, yeah. which is going to be out soon. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, Skullomania. Um, he has shown up in a couple of games here and there as like guest characters. Uh, most noticeably here recently. Um, <laughs> King of Fighters. SNK uh, heroines. Yeah. Where he was magically turned into a girl. <laughs> Just like Terry. Just like Terry. Oh, and Yori, but I found out Yori actually isn't turned into a girl. He's disguised himself it's, as Miss X. It's like uh, 
Gal's fighter on the uh, the Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, he was the end boss in that, but it was just him cross dressed. Yeah, yeah, fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for me. I'm 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 good. I I haven't talked about Resident Evil Eight. No, Village. you haven't. Yeah. yeah, and I've had it for a couple weeks now. It's very very good, like extremely good. Oh, good. Uh, maybe not as scary as Seven. Because mm-hmm. seven was pretty balls to the wall scary, also in VR, which makes it a lot, a lot scarier. I wish this one was in VR too, but uh, even without, it's still pretty good. Do you think the Resident Evil franchise has gotten better since they moved to first person versus third? Yeah, I think so. But even if it if it was still in third person, if they still made the games this particular way it would have worked better because mm. they've dialed back the action a lot and, and cranked up the suspense. Yeah. Mm. And the adventure game elements, they're still like finding items and putting them in the right place and solving puzzles. Maybe not as much as, as seven or like a real adventure game would have, but, but enough of it to where it's not just like action movie set pieces that don't really fit with the spirit of the game. Okay. Um, I've played all the way up to I'm right before the factory, which is the part I've heard is the worst part. Oh, fun. Uh, but everything I've done so far before it was fantastic. The uh, Castle Dimitrescu is very good with the, the big lady. Um, it's a shame it's only like the first, you know. They get that part out, out of the way quick. Yeah, it's like the first hour of the game, maybe hour and a half, and then she's gone. So don't expect to see a whole lot of of big vampire mommy, just <laughs> uh, kind of disappointing. But well, like, she was. It's because she was so heavily uh, used for marketing, used for the marketing of the game yeah. and memes. Well, she, and memes. She's literally the first boss, and once yeah. you've done that, she's out of the way. But the the next place that uh, the doll, the mansion with the dolls in it, mm-hmm. is so scary and so good. Oh, really? Like, it turns into a full-on, like, almost an indie horror game when you get there, because they take all your guns away, <laughs> and it's just full-on, like, searching for items and using them in the right places and running away from this horrible uh, monster that makes baby noises. Oh, I watched a clip of that. Yeah. Oh, I hated it's it. It's terrifying. Oh, but it, man. It's so effective and, like, such a a good palate cleanser from the rest of the game. It all of a sudden it just changes gears on you and keeps it interesting. Yeah. I watched like a clip of it cause Nicole's one friend's playing through it and she's like, yeah, he's at this part with this weird baby monster. And she like, <laughs> she pulled it up on YouTube and I was like, Ooh, Ooh, like the <laughs> yeah. very first thing you see is how it kills you. And I was like, Ooh, I never did get caught by it. Oh yeah. It grabs you and like pulls it into its big gaping, weird monster mouth that has oh, no teeth. Oh, oh. And it's like in first person, and you're watching your legs slide into this freaking mouth. <laughs> oh, gross! Yeah, and it's gross. like it's like, Ugh. and it's like, and then you just hear these baby cooings and laughings and squeals yeah. and crying, and, and it's just yeah, like, no, I'm good. Yeah, and the house I'm good. is full of scary dolls. Also, they're just like everywhere, and sometimes they'll just randomly start vibrating at you. Oh, jeez! Like it, it turns into a full like spookum house. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me a lot of like. Uh, like amnesia. Yeah, that's a, it's a lot like amnesia, just for a little bit, just to keep things interesting, and then it goes back to Resident Evil. Hmm. You know, green herbs and guns. Yeah, which there's there's only one kind of herb. Oh, 
which was kind of there's only one kind of healing item and it's heals everything i'm like kind of miss having to juggle like different ones that heal different amounts but yeah they they kind of dumbed it down to just like one Mm. and there's no storage box oh you either have to like hold on to as much as you can and sort it tetris it into your little suitcase or just throw it away oh weird or you can or you can sell your weapons back to the the big fat guy Oh, the Duke? Yeah, and buy him back late, later if you decide you want it back. Oh, okay. But still, it's yeah. weird that there's no like storage box because most Resident Evils had those. They they really want you to work on uh, inventory management, I guess. Um, but and it's really good. I've I've really enjoyed it. Top tier game. game of the, Not game of the year. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? But, yeah. You're still early, but, but well, probably, probably the, the, the first really good triple a for the year maybe yeah i can't think of any other i think the I mean, only thing the only other triple a games that have really come out this year have been call of duty i don't remember when cold war came out anyway listen this is all it's been it is still march 2020 as far as i'm my brain's concerned <laughs> everything that's come out in the last 16 months has all been the same year so i don't <laughs> i'm yeah, trying to think of time any, is immaterial any triple a's that have come out this year and it, i'm just blanking on it there hasn't, I mean, there hasn't been a new Assassin's Creed. Uh, I don't think has Ubisoft put out anything. Ubisoft? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I played a little bit of Knockout City. Oh, I did too. That's an EA that was game, that was my check it out. Was yeah. was Knockout City? Like, okay, I, let's talk I, about it. I played it then. like three matches, but like I kind of liked it. I mean, I've played. I am like level twenty three or something like that you definitely played more than three matches yeah i have i've played i actually just got an accolade for like 100 knockouts or something nice. what, what is uh knockout so knockout city. city is like this weird cyberpunk but also like retro it has a greaser thing kind of going. yeah there's on. like a greaser kind of like a techno greaser kind of thing going on but it's a it's a three on three well the standard mode is three on three anyway Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Is this the one that had the trailer where it was it was the three different video game like yes. archetypes and everyone w- went, oh man, I wish we had that game about that angry princess. <laughs> yeah, it had the worst commercial. That c- commercial was terrible. It was. I never saw the commercial for it. I just mm-hmm. I read like an article, like a Polygon article about it. I was like, oh, oh, I wonder if wonder if that's any good. And I downloaded it and started checking it out because it sounded interesting. I was like, oh, dodgeball. But there's a lot more to it than just dodgeball. Yeah at its core it's dodgeball but it's also like third person shooter sort of i mean there's not a whole lot of aiming there's no. kind of auto aims for you yeah like it locks oh, okay. on yeah it locks but on. there's a lot of timing involved and when you throw and when you catch gotcha and you okay. can like lob the ball up you can curve shot it which is pretty easy to do just it's a matter of combination certain buttons kind of thing mm-hmm. there's a couple different there's like regular dodgeballs and they make a really satisfying like rubber bounce sound. Oh, yeah, they have the a good sound, thunk. The, yeah, the sound is perfect. Yeah, like when you Boom. like when you when you beam somebody because you get like you basically have like two hit points mm. essentially. You can take like one hit and still keep going, and then the other hit knocks you out. Oh, fair. Okay. Um, unless you catch it, uh, you can power up your shot like holding like holding the shock or the trigger down or whatever. Yeah, but it also power. makes you move slower. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it doesn't last forever. You can't just sit there and hold it and just hold it forever. Unless you have like the sniper ball, which is a little different. But uh, there's a couple different balls. There's a there's a little bit of like movement uh, getting around the arena. Like there's like bounce pads and things like that. And this one level has like all these weird like 
colored tubes that go everywhere that jet you around. It's very um, Splatoon-y. Yeah. I was going to say, this sounds a lot like if Splatoon were dodgeball. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like if Ninjala was good. Oh, yeah. okay. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I that tried playing Ninjala when it first came out. I hated yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't like it I'm either. like, this sucks. But no, Knockout City, it's I, there for a while and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I still kind of don't know how I feel about it because it's only free for 10 days. Oh, okay. From or, launch. Or if you have Game Pass, it's free. Or if you have Game Pass. Forever. Well, not free, but you get it in Game Pass. Yeah. Mm. But then when once the once the block party event is done, you'll have to either shell out $20 for the game or $30 for the uh, deluxe edition or whatever, and which basically just gives you some in-game money and some exclusive cosmetics. Which it's that seems like a fair price for what it is for what yeah. I've played. Yeah, yeah, and I guess like they're going to rotate different kind of modes and stuff like that. Uh, the one-on-one head-to-head match it took me forever to actually get a win. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not I'm, like it, it really solidified for me. I'm like I'm not good at this game. One v one me, bro. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, but there's like a bunch of different special kind of balls. There's there's a multi ball that gives you like three balls to throw. There's a bomb ball that as soon as you pick it up, it starts counting down. The cage though is is very is very clever. Oh yeah, cage ball's fun. You throw it at somebody and it lock. Oh, that's another thing you can do in the game. You can hold down because uh, I've been playing it on Switch. You can hold it down, hold uh, the right button down, and you character balls up into a little ball mm. like your Samus and Metroid. And you can like one, you can roll yourself around, but one of your other teammates or somebody else can pick you up and throw you. Oh, now, really? It, yeah. And if your teammate uh, picks you up and throws you, if you hit another, if you hit, hit somebody like they don't catch you, it's a one hit. It's a one hit KO. Or if they charge you and chuck you, you throw up in the air like a bomb mm. and you can kind of guide yourself. Like it gives you like an arrow of where you're going to land. It's, and you can, it's like that one in Splatoon, the big like thing that splash comes down. down. Yeah. Oh, the splash down. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like that. And then there's like this weird like uh kind of like a radio guy that like talks all the time. Yeah, the announcer. Yeah, he's he's on a radio station on the moon. He's like a pirate radio kind of guy. It's very jet set radio. Yeah. It like it gave me like uh like 16 samurai kind of vibes. Like that whole retro kind of feel. Mhm. Like one of like the first, like one of the first like cosmetic things you can do, like when you're changing your hair, there's like one with like a big pompadour. Yeah. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. When I first started it, I just kind of ran around in that in the uh, your base area, oh, the hideout, and, and tried out the controls, and then went, I don't know if I want to do this right now. I don't know if I'm gonna be into this kind of game. And then later, I saw some VTubers playing it, and oh. I was like. Oh no, that looks very fun. <laughs> and then I went back and tried it. I'm like, yeah, I actually do like it. <laughs> yeah, I played like one match and I was like, maybe I should try the tutorial stuff and I ran through all the tutorials. Like I said, it's not bad. It's fun. It can be kind of frustrating sometimes because sometimes you'll just dominate the other team and other times your other teammates just kind of suck. It's kind of weird when you have those online games that have the lock on where you're not like, it, it doesn't involve your aiming skill. Mm-hmm. Like it levels it out in a weird way that I think would be really hard to balance. Yeah, but also it the game gives you like a warning when somebody's aiming at you. Yeah, because you get like this red border around your screen. Yeah, and it even gives you like what direction it's coming from. I thought it was really clever the way they handle yeah, it. Yeah, but sometimes you don't have much time. Yeah. <laughs> huh. 
Um, yeah, this game sounds pretty awesome. Because you can you can hold the left trigger and you can catch the ball if you time it right. But also you can uh, if you click the right if you click down on the right directional button, uh, you do like a fake out throw. To oh, get somebody to like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. You can mind ga- do mind yeah, games. Yeah, I do oh, it that's all excellent. the time. <laughs> excellent. You can like kind of like faint it, and someone will go to catch it, like, and you're like, boom. That's awesome. Oh, and you can also knock people off the map. Oh, really? All, all the maps have like an out, like have air, like hazard areas. Mm. Either it's off the side of the map, or there might be a pit in the middle or something you can't get out of. There's one level that's just a big train station, and you can push people in front of trains and stuff and oh, knock geez. them out. Oh yeah, the the one thing that made me like want to try it is that was the the vtuber i was watching she was using the glider over a gap between buildings and a ball just wails right in the face and she falls down into the gap and i laughed out loud and i'm like i got it okay i'm gonna play this <laughs> oh you can also like tackle people like it's the same as the dodge button but if you do it at somebody one you can like dodge head first into a ball and it kind of bounces off of you or you can like tackle somebody and knock the ball out of their hands and knock them back maybe into a pit or into a hazard or whatever. It's one of the more clever games I've seen EA put out in a long, long time. <laughs> no, it sounds pretty great. You know what? Let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll uh, get into some news. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. Ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back from the break. Thank you for sticking around with us. We're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of news now. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario We've got a running Mario theme. We have a Mario theme. I was in a Mario mood when I pulled these clips. I'm going mean, to save the other two clips for uh, later on. I mean, the Super Mario Super Show is enjoyable and weird. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, It was like my favorite show when I was a kid, like hands down. I think I preferred um, the Super Mario Brothers 3 cartoon to the Super Mario Super Show. Well, yeah, I I used to think that the Super Mario World one was the best one. But if you go back and watch it's, it now, it's the worst it's one. It's the worst one, yeah. <laughs> but no, the uh, the Super Show was great, and also it gave us uh, the Legends of Zelda cartoon. <laughs> Which is also great. Yeah. No, Captain N gave us the Legends of Zelda no. cartoon. No, nope. They both were, were paired together They were paired times. together, but yeah. Both shows were, I think. Yeah. But they used to, uh, on Fridays, they would run the... Um, 
uh, Legends of Zelda episode instead of a Mario episode. Because I have distinct memories of, of Luigi and Mario saying, now let's check in with with the Legends of Zelda. and <laughs> With your boy Link. With your boy Link. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> See, I remember because Captain N had the one episode where he went to Hyrule. And then after that is when they created the Legends of Zelda cartoon. Did Captain N come before Super Mario Super Show? I don't know. I don't know. I refuse to look this up. Oh, okay. I'll look this <laughs> up. You guys f- find a news topic. I'll look this anyway, up. Anyway. Anyway, we're getting into the you news know here. What, how did a Captain N episode? Dragon Warrior. Oh. And you know what Dragon Warrior is called now? Dragon Quest. <laughs> per- or, or perfect more, segue. Or more that it was always called and we changed the name of it. Yeah. Perfect segue. Whatever had the copyright on Dragon Quest in the 80s, it ran out and now they're allowed to call it Dragon Quest. <laughs> um, but there was a big like live stream presentation for Dragon Quest, uh, a Japanese presentation for ja- uh, Dragon Quest that Square Enix let us watch. Yeah, pretty much. Which is what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it was it was interpreted live by an interpreter just trying her hardest. She was really, really yeah, trying. To keep up with two people chatting. like Chatting quickly. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, I saw people, like, giving her a hard time on Twitter. It's like, do you not understand what she is doing? (laughs) (laughs) That would be hard if they were both speaking uh, your native language and you were repeating back what they were saying. Yeah, having to hear it, interpret it, and say it while the next line is coming. That's, yeah, it's got to be tough. But anyways, they announced some some games for the Dragon Quest line. Six new Dragon Quest games. Mm -hmm. Uh, They started... So they started small with a dumb mobile game. Uh, it looked cute, though. Yeah. It's based on those little Japanese like erasers. The I don't remember the word for it. Mm. It's not Kinkeshi because that's the little figures. Right, yeah. But it's like that word. Okay, okay. But the little Japanese erasers, but it's based on that, but they're Dragon Quest and you match three. Okay, so a match three game. Yeah, okay. it's a match three puzzle game with, with that particular aesthetic. Well, that's fine, you know. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'd play it for free, and it probably will be, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, they had... They might have went into the Dragon Quest Ten stuff after that. I think they did. They started talking about the new updates to Dragon Quest Ten, the online game that we are we can't play in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they've never brought Dragon Quest Ten to America. They still refuse to do so, even though I think it would do pretty well. Um... And they played this the whole time while slapping no planned worldwide release underneath. So it's just like, <laughs> look at this. You can't have it. And I, I've wanted, that's one of my like pie in the sky. I wish they would bring that here. Oh, yeah. Games is Dragon Quest Ten. Yeah. Uh, it, w- it used to be that and Fantasy Star 2. And then we got Fantasy Star 2 and I didn't really care for it. But <laughs> yeah. But uh I wish they would bring it here. They probably won't. Mm-hmm. They also announced that they're making an offline version of Dragon Quest Ten that has a different like visual style and it tells the story of Ten uh, in an offline way. If you hate the internet, I guess. <laughs> and maybe we'll get that one. They didn't say one way or the other on that. Yeah, we might. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, I'd like to at least know what the story of the game is. I guess. Sure. Yeah. It's better than nothing. The yeah. old kin, the old Kenji and Ifune. It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what about uh, Dragon Quest Treasures? 
this looked kind of neat. They didn't really, they said it was an RPG, but they didn't really explain like how it played. But it was a game uh, based on two characters from Dragon Quest XI, the latest game in the series. Uh, stories about their childhood and treasure mm-hmm. hunting. They said the theme was their chi- was childhood and treasure hunting, mm. and that it was an RPG. So, and that's all you get. Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> at least we saw the game. Yeah, and it looked cool and it fun. looks interesting. Yeah, and Dragon Quest spinoffs are usually pretty good. I don't think they've ever made a Dragon Quest that wasn't on some level good. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird that they have so many spinoffs and yet we don't have all the mainline games. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The other one uh, they announced. Let's see. There's the Keshi Keshi. There's a remake of three. Yes. That's that's coming by the Octopath Traveler people. The so people, it's going to look good, really good. Yeah, it looks really gorgeous. Yeah. Um, three is one of the best ones. So mm-hmm. and a good one if you haven't played Dragon Quest before. I think it's a good starter. one. That's that's a good starter one. I've always liked seven as a starter. It's so slow in the beginning, though. It, it is. It takes a solid hour and a half before a fight happens. Uh, that's true. Maybe, but it does, maybe I think it's a good starter because that's the one I started with. <laughs> it's really good, though. It's got it, that slow burn story. Oh, There's yeah. There's something to be said for it. Oh, sure. The idea that the game makes you permanently lose a party member at one point in seven is interesting. Like, Man, what's that about sevens and Japanese RPGs about permanently losing party members? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who did it first? I'm not sure. I don't know how the times line up. I don't know, but prob- I think it's similar. I think it's a similar timeline. Yeah. Probably close enough that they weren't cribbing off of each other. They probably just they happened to be uh, happened to get the same, come to the same kind of thing. Yeah. And they weren't the same company at that time. Either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before the merger. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I miss it back when they when Enix was his own thing. I yep. wonder if that's why they won't bring Dragon Quest X here is because they're afraid it's going to eat Final Fantasy XIV's lunch. That <laughs> could be. <laughs> or just like... They can't support both player bases. Like maybe, like yeah, that's, just that's up, maybe more likely. It'll end up with two games with like a lower than average player base. So yeah. maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, and the last thing they announced with this, um, and it was like the quickest announcement was uh, twelve Dragon Quest yes. twelve, right? Uh, it has a pretty wild looking logo. It's really mm-hmm. like primal it's really it looks like the primal, it rage, like primal logo. rage. I was gonna. I was about to say yeah, and. Th- they gave a subtitle as like the flames of fate i think something like that and uh yuji hori uh dragon Quest's dad <laughs> said that it's going to be a dragon quest for adults and that it's going to involve a lot of player choice oh interesting okay i don't i'm know. in player choice good i like that dragon quest for adults i don't know how i feel about that yeah i guess it does it's always had kind of that uh kind of younger aesthetic yeah, to it part of the charm of dragon quest i think is the kind of all ages nature and like the comfort it's very comforting yes it's a very comfortable yes. game mm-hmm. he also said that they're not going to have the command menu like they're going to do something different with the battle system oh i don't like that yeah which and japan's not gonna like that no <laughs> last time they tried to do that they got so mad they ended up changing it back yeah so we'll see if they stick to it this time yeah if they go to like an like the Final Fantasy VII remake style, like a real battle, time kind of real thing. time kind of thing. That's not gonna. I, I'm not gonna. That's not, not Dragon Quest. Not for Dragon Quest. No, yeah. Dragon Quest is you go into a battle and you have the menu, and you very methodically pick out your attacks. 
through a menu. Yeah, it's the only. It's like the stalwart turn-based JRPG that none of the other ga- none of the other games still have turn-based battles. Pretty much. Yeah. Except for Bravely Default, but mm. that's its whole gimmick is that it's kind of a throwback. Right. 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 <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited for twelve though. I still haven't picked up eleven. I need to. Oh, they're on sale now, and it's yeah. worth it's worth the price of admission because you get a whole lot of content, just really? like a buttload. Plus, yeah. on the Switch version, you get the better soundtrack. You yeah. get the good music. Well, and you can play through the game in 3D, and you can also play through the whole game in, in retro 2D, mode. And they're basically like two game, like two different. Well, they're not different games, but like two completely different ways to experience it. Nice. I mean, okay. you can't jump back and forth. Uh, on the bummer. fly, yeah. But you can like at chapter breaks. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, might have to uh, might have to check that one out then. But so. like there, there's like hundreds of hours worth of of content in there of main story content in that <laughs> game. It's huge. So, uh, on not related, but I I went and looked up the uh, the research. I was looking. Oh up. yes, the the Mario the important Mario Brothers Super Show research. <laughs> so Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Captain N and the Legends of the Cartoon all came out in 1989. Huh. But okay. The, but in the episode where Captain N meets Link is in 1990. So it happened after. Yes. So Zelda was on Mario Super Show first, and then they reference it in Captain N later. They yeah. they do the gr- most epic crossover of all time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I was look. I was like list, going through the episodes of like the Captain N. There's a lot of stuff. Like, there's a couple episodes that have Donkey Kong elements in it. Oh, some sure. Mega Man. A lot of. Um, well, Mega Man's a, me- a main character on the show. Yeah. yeah. A yeah, lot. That awful voice. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Metroid. A lot of Metroid stuff. Yeah. Like well, mother. Mo- like Mother well, Brain is like a like a main villain for Mother most Brain of it. is the main villain and yeah. and she's voiced by. Uh, the guy Audrey Two, <laughs> Audrey Two from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, heck, there's even an episode called "Return to Return to Castlevania." <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. There's a Bayou Billy episode, and for some reason, Bayou Billy doesn't have a face. Oh, weird. And nobody knows why they did it that way. Oh, they don't that's know so if weird. it's like an animation error or just a weird style choice. But oh, that's so like, weird. Look it up. It's weird. Huh. <laughs> Very weird. All, all I know is that the show had Alucard in it, and he was a skateboarding, <laughs> super cool, a teen vampire that didn't like his dad. Ugh. I, I mean, not far off. I didn't. <laughs> that is true. I didn't think Alucard popped up until Symphony of the Night. No, he's in, in Castlevania 3. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's one, one of the playable. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Man, it's been a long time since I played the old Castlevanias, like the old, old ones. Three's the best one. Three rules. Hmm. I don't and know. I just, I just like the music. That's the one. That's <laughs> I mean, the one that the show's based on is yeah. Castlevania Three. I mean, Castlevania music's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like oh, all the way down, the, it's the best. Yeah. Yep. I'm right. interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So hey, uh, we were talking about Dragon Quest Twelve and how it is uh, going to be a Dragon Quest for adults. And hey, you do you know what else they're trying to make that's not for kids but for adults? A Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> A live action stupid show. Yep, we have talked about it a little bit that they are working on a live action adaptation of Powerpuff Girls as uh, disillusioned 20-somethings. 
the anime won't be the worst interpretation of the power it anymore. won't but this live action does take elements from the anime because that is where dr utonium got his first name i didn't know that yes he is <laughs> he is dr drake utonium in both the anime and this live action where he just doesn't have a first name in where he's the, played by turk from scrubs he is he is played by uh scrubs but not that scrubs <laughs> other scrubs other scrubs so bald scrubs so yeah cw <laughs> yeah so cw is working on this pilot and uh reports came out here fairly recently within the past week or so that they are going back and rewriting and refilming large swaths of this pilot because cw apparently did not like the direction where it was going and almost immediately after that was an announced someone leaked the uh pilot script online and who boy it's there's some stuff in there that it's, it's rough it's it's rough now the uh pilot has been taken down from the internet now which leads credence to the belief that this pilot was actually factual because if it were a prank if someone had made it up because it reads like someone had just made it up oh yeah uh but the fact that cw had it taken down if you would have told is, me this was bad fan fiction i would have believed oh you. it reads like bad fan fiction <laughs> but the fact that cw took it down from the internet pretty much guarantees that this is no this is the real stuff i just happen to have a copy of it i'm not going to read anything any of it right now for you we might do sometime down the road we might do a live uh, <laughs> dramatic dramatic reading. reading as like a podcast only bonus uh, because I cannot read some of this stuff that is on air <laughs> that they wanted to put on this show. It's it is shocking how how tone deaf a lot of the stuff yeah. is in regards to Powerpuff Girls. I mean, listen, I like the the cartoon when I was a kid, but I'm b- by no means not a diehard Powerpuff Girls fan. I'm not yeah. a I'm not a Powerpuff Girls fanboy. I'm not you know they're fine. I'd say I'm more of a fan of Craig McCracken than yeah. I am Powerpuff Girls. I would, I would say that. He's the creator of Powerpuff Girls, by the way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. Uh, but having said that, some of the stuff they do with these characters, not only, it's weird. It's like they're they're written so out of character, but also the characterizations that, they, that have been picked for them are so lazy that it makes it both shocking and predictable. Yeah. Which is a, I mean, it's a feat. I mean, have you watched other CW shows? Well, sure. Well, sure. <laughs> They're all bad fan fiction. They're all bad fan fiction. That's true. Um, but I don't know why it feels so weird for this, whereas they can do whatever they want in Riverdale. Yeah. And you go, okay, yeah, it's Riverdale. Yeah. Weird stuff happens. Or like the Sabrina show. Like, oh, if, yeah. If your only point of reference was the... The comic. Well, I was, I was going to say the, the, oh, the Melissa Joan Hart show. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is going to like just blow your mind. But those <laughs> character, but the characters in that are acting at least tangentially within kind of the sphere of what their personalities could be. That's true. Whereas this Powerpuff Girls, you end up with, okay, so it takes place like 10 years, I think 10 or 12 years after the, their last public outing as the Powerpuff Girls, where they fought uh, Mojo Jojo, who is a human in this. Yeah. And he's not Mojo Jojo. He's Mojo, and his son's name is Jojo. Is, and his son's name is Jojo. And Blossom 
long story short, accidentally kills him in battle. And Mojo or Jojo? Mojo. While Jojo watches. And it cuts to 10, 12 years later where the team is broken up. Uh, Blossom has um, is now living with pre- pretty much PTSD. It's or like panic attacks and stuff like and that. She's like a biochem scientist, she's like a, I guess. She's she has like multiple degrees because she's used her powers to gain multiple degrees. And Buttercup, that she t- was also the smarter one anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, the uh, Buttercup, the uh, the teenage tomboy, uh, who was always my favorite of the three. Me too. Unsurprisingly, has been written as a very very. <laughs> she's aggressively lesbian. Aggressively lesbian. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Like almost every bit of dialogue in the script, they, it almost references that she is that she. Oh, oh, oh! This this one likes girls. They make a lesbian U-Haul joke. Like, they what, do. What is this? Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, and speaking of nineteen ninety eight or or early two thousands, oops, Bubbles is basically Paris Hilton, kind of <laughs> failed a uh, failed Hollywood starlet who is has addiction problems. Oops, a doodle. I, and that doesn't fit. I don't think that it fits the fit. character. It doesn't. She was it, the cutesy nice one. Yeah. It, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. If they would have taken this script and stripped the Powerpuff Girls out of it and just written it about um, disillusioned adults, 20-something adults that had powers that were teenage superheroes, they could write this and make it work because... The, the Umbrella Academy works, and that's yeah. basically what it is. But I don't know, by sticking, by saddling it with Powerpuff Girls makes it feel so, again, tone deaf, so wrong. It just doesn't, it just doesn't click. Uh, we we're talking off mic. The only character that feels right is Dr. Utonium, and you're not supposed to like him. Yeah. Why are you not supposed to like Dr. Utonium? No, in this show. Oh. In, in this show, you're not supposed to like him because he is um, uh, he is a caring father, but he doesn't show it. He is more, more of like, oh, you should be using your powers for good and also marketability. Uh. He's, he wrote a character Bible for them. To yes, use to in kind of reality. stick yeah. to stick to some, oh. yeah, which is a clever take on it. This is the only part of the show I liked was this stuff. Like, yeah, that was interesting. If you're gonna do Professor Utonium in this kind of like heightened Riverdale world, that's a good yes twist to throw. That's the only one they did well. <laughs> yeah, I liked. There were a couple bits that I did kind of like in the script. One, they do an offhand comment about the cartoon. The cartoon exists within the universe of the show, but it was a piece of marketing created by Professor Utonium to kind of help brighten their image. To hype hype the girls. Hype yeah. the girls. Although it also led to one of my least favorite jokes in the in the script where uh, the uh, Buttercup character who is um, uh, being portrayed by an African-American woman uh, makes an offhand comment about how they whitewashed us during when they made us cartoons. Uh, which is again, it's so on the nose that it is both awful yeah. and predictable. Also, they made the aggressive one the person of co- color, and that's yeah. kind of not good well, too. To be fair, Blossom is also uh, ha- uh, part Asian. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Chloe well, Chloe Bennett yeah. is um, Sh- Sky from um, Agents, uh, of Agents of Shield is <laughs> is Blossom. I guess um, what I'm saying, they made the black one the aggressive the angry one, one, which is like yeah. don't not good yeah they also 
they also put references to other characters in a couple of spots. Like, I guess Fuzzy Lumpkin is is in the intro. Yeah, which like, how are they gonna do that? Right, is that CGI monstrosity I gonna guess. end up? Oh, like, it's gonna look awful. <laughs> was he's he's gonna look like uh, uh, Solomon Grundy in the Stargirl <laughs> show? <laughs> Where it looked like Bad Hulk, basically. <laughs> Pink Hulk. I mean, yeah. he kind of was Bad Hulk. It kind of. But also Fuzzy Lumpkins was like just this hillbilly archetype that yeah. lived out in the, out in the middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, that was pretty rough. They also reference the Rowdy Rough Boys. The Evil Powerpuffs. The Evil Powerpuffs. But in this universe, they didn't have powers and they were fanboys. Oh. Trying to get their attention. And also... Um, Bubbles left Butch at the altar to get drunk in Las Vegas or something. That's a whole that's a whole thing. I have a pretty high tolerance for Diablo Cody who wrote this and uh, her her Diablo Cody isms. Yes. But but this was This bad. was overload. This was yeah. This was left completely unchecked and I hope they filmed this. <laughs> And I hope it ends on ends up on the internet like because I will Woman find pilot. it like that yeah. Wonder Woman pilot. I can't believe there was a, like a you need to move on dot org. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that was like, oh, oh no. boy, that was a rough line. No, <laughs> I I hope this was filmed. Be- I will go take in on this. I will find it <laughs> and I will watch it. <laughs> so like, I wonder how the flying works. Are they gonna make it look on like on the show where they had the little color stream? I like, I would hope and so. And how is that gonna look with the live action? It's not gonna look great. <laughs> I'll <laughs> tell you that. I mean, even with Supergirl, the flying doesn't look <laughs> oh, great. Oh, there's some real oh. bad Supergirl shots. Kind of like kind of like, uh, kinda like, like the Flash is like, running. <laughs> oh yeah, but at least it's not as bad as the Flash running in the movies. Oh, that's fair. With his arms <laughs> and legs, it's kind of just flailing a boot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh. But no, we might we might have to do a dramatic reading of some parts of it on for the for uh, podcast only. We'll get some extra people in here. We'll 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 cast it up. We'll we'll, we'll do it upright. But uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a major step down from you know Juno. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, okay, speaking of superheroes, there is a trailer for the next Marvel film that just dropped, The Eternals, or I guess it's just Eternals. Huh, they dropped the the. I think it used to be the Eternals. Uh, everywhere I've gone, it's just said Eternals, or maybe it says the in really small writing. But like doing searches for it or anything, it comes up Eternals. Mm. It doesn't come up the Eternals. Yeah. It doesn't come up Marvels. The Eternals. I think they did that because they didn't want people to associate it with the Inhumans. Oh, that's stupid. They're no longer the definite article. They're no. <laughs> uh, so this trailer came out and. I gotta say, I'm it's boring. I'm not Super impressed. Boring. I'm not impressed. Uh, the The story of the of Eternals is um, during Earth's prehistoric times, a bunch of space aliens that look like humans but with magical cosmic powers came down to like Earth, like the Asgardians, like kind of like the Asgardians came down to Earth and s- subtly shaped the way uh, the, the world, world is. is going. Some of them choose to live among humans, even though they're immortals. Some of them choose to live above humans, that sort of, but all in hiding. Post Thanos, they all come kind of come out of hiding because of the next kind of cosmic threat. They come out and go, whoops, sorry, we weren't paying attention. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> yep. Oops. Yeah. Our people that have all this cosmic energy, cosmic power, all this stuff. Yeah, we uh, we we botched it. Yeah, we really dropped the ball. We're very sorry. Yeah, that's. <laughs> 
I guess they're going to be going up against a team of uh, renegade eternals. There's a term for them, but I, I don't know. They renegade attorneys. <laughs> they're, they're being sued for their inaction. That's it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that uh, while this is an ensemble cast, they have said that the uh, main focal point is uh, the character Cersei, who is, was, is being played by the woman who played uh, Min Irva, one of the, uh, the sniper uh, Kree soldier in Captain Marvel. Same actress. Oh, oh, yeah. But you wouldn't be able to recognize her because she's not blue. She's not blue. She <laughs> looks like herself. Um, but yes, it's it's fascinating that it looks interesting, but the trailer did not do it any. It's, it's just a bunch of people standing around and it's really washed out. Looking. Yeah. 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 Like there's like one joke is some, something where somebody says like, um, Oh, what is it like? You know, with Iron Man and Captain America gone, who's going to lead the Avengers? And then uh, Icarus, Icarus is, the is like, is like, uh, could be me. And, and everyone then it, starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. Like the only character I really care about is the Black Knight, and he's not in the trailer. Yeah, like Kit Harrington's in the movie, and he's the only character that I even remotely know of. Well, is Hercules in this? Hercules is not in this. Okay, Hercules is not an Eternal. Um, in the comics, Kevin the Sorbo will not be. He appearing. will not. He will not. <laughs> uh, no, in the, in the comics, I believe they are Thanos's race is an offshoot of Eternals. He's a Titan. He's a Titan. He's from the planet. He's from the uh, Jupiter's or moon Titan or Saturn's moon Titan. But he is his race is an offshoot of Eternals. Mm. So that could be why they start coming he's, out of. He's one quarter eternal. Yeah. So because his his uh and three quarters Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm curious to see where this goes. I'm still a little worried that it's not. This might be one of the first, one of the few like um, like stumbles that Marvel is going to have. And now that they have access to X Men again, will this Eternals? be a one and done thing. And then these characters are never going to be seen again. Yeah. I mean, because that's why they're, that's why they're making an Eternals movie. It's because they didn't at the time of production, they didn't have access to the X-Men. They're basically X-Men. I mean, I'll see it. Oh, I'll watch it too. But I'm, I'm not, not saying I won't. I'm not like excited about it. No, sure. no, definitely yeah, not. I definitely feel like this one. this one's probably going to be a low tier on my list. Yeah. Hey, do you want to hit a couple of real quick hits here? Uh, yeah, we have, we a, we have a couple minutes left. They added some new games to Switch Online, but they're they're bad. They're a bunch of stink burgers. Yeah. Uh, Mario Golf looks good. Uh, oh there's man, a lot of I, new Mario Golf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they showed a new video for like the speed golf mode, and it looks so fun. And Battle Golf looks great as well. You're in an arena, and there's one hole, and everyone is golfing to try to and fighting each other. Yeah, and you can like push people and yeah, like, you know, use power ups like kind of like Mario Kart. And- oh, it looks great. It looks great. I'm all about it. Yeah. And the character, they revealed the character roster and there's some cool like pools that haven't been in Mario sports games before, like Pauline, King Babam, Charge and Chuck. Yeah. Cool stuff like that. Charge and Chuck's special move is that he just picks up the ball and throws it. <laughs> That's great. It's just like he got nervous and didn't know what to do. <laughs> he just forgot. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Damn the rules. <laughs> So Henry Cavill is going to be the new uh, Highlander in a new Highlander film, which is great casting. Although, as far as I'm concerned, there can only be one Highlander, and that's Christopher <laughs> Lambert. 
That's the only reason he brought that up. That is the only reason it's on the list. Yes. Also, Uh, they're doing a sequel to Enola Holmes with Henry Cavill. And that's great. That's That's, cool. That's been Cavill moment. Yeah. Cavill time. (laughs) Stop. A Cavill 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 time. time. A cavalcade. The first Enola Holmes is really fun and cute and a good movie I would recommend. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, They're doing both new Batman animated and new Superman animated. Great. And Bruce Tim is involved in the Batman one, so you don't got to worry about that. What well, makes me wonder if it's going to be in the same style, because they didn't show anything about it. No. They did show an image of the Superman one, and it's like oddly kind of anime looking. It is. Yeah, a little bit. And also, Lois looks exactly like Luce, the main character of the Owl House. Oh, really? Like, exactly. Interesting. It's weird how Interesting. the same they look. All right, uh, last thing we have here on the list, R.L. Stein's Fear Street is getting a live action. Is it a show or a movie? Movies. It's a collection of movies. Collection of movies. On Netflix. And they're going to be R-rated. I mean, the Fear Street books were more for teenage readers anyway. They were for the kids that graduated from, from Goosebumps. Goosebumps to Fear Street. Yes. 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 I remember reading a lot of Goosebumps, maybe one or two Fear Street when I was, a ki- when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, Fear Streets are supposed to be a little more little more mature than the Goosebump books. Right. I mean, even the logo was like a little scarier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't optioned um, R.L. Stein's adult book that he came out with. Like, it's probably like 10 years ago now. I, You know what? <laughs> I bet if Fear Street does well, they'll probably go, they'll circle back around and try to get some of his yeah. other stuff. I, I think it's called like Red Rain or something. I, I bought it and then I never read it, but... Mm. But hey, at least you bought it, so you know. <laughs> Got to support. It counts. Support uh, local Ohio boy RL yeah, sign. That's right. <laughs> I always forget that. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think about like all the celebrities or famous people that came from Ohio, and it's like it's kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah. Like most of the astronauts. <laughs> well, people are so. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Marion's own Kelly Sue DeConnick. That's right. We can claim her. Technically, she won't. She will probably deny it. But oh yeah, but it's that? true. She uh, is one of the more influential writers on uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, she's okay. the one that came up with the run, the run with the noose costume that the, oh. that the movies are based off. She's okay. actually she's in the movie. She is. Yes, she very walks briefly. by briefly in the movie. I I saw her in the theater. I was like, oh my god, there she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, she's pretty cool. One of these days. We should try to get her on the We show. should try. We should. <laughs> it's like, hey, I feel like visiting your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think with that, we'll go ahead and wrap things up for the week. Thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, with your questions and comments. You can leave a voicemail on the Nerd Overload hotline. The number for that is 586-372-8020. Leave a message and we might play it on the show! (laughs) You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Go give us a sub on Twitch. We need 50 of them. <laughs>